everybody. Welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm the gay girl, Holly. And I am the trans girl, Brooklyn. We are on our four-day Labor Day weekend. How is Brooklyn doing with pretty, it? Pretty good. We both had um, four days off together. and It's been exhausting. It's been, it's been fun, though. It, yeah. it kind of makes me wonder like how, um, how it's going to be when the baby comes. We're going to have a bunch of time off together, and I think it's going to be nice. There's going to be a lot going on, but we're going to have some relaxing time, and there's going to be some not-so-relaxing time involved with it. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. You're less than two months. Yeah. A little nervous. Excited. I keep trying to get her to watch a... Um, a birthing video. A birthing and I've video. I've seen one before. Yeah, but that was when you were, like, in high school. I, I think that, that it would... That was all the... Um, what is it? Before? So you don't sleep around? Oh. That was all the... They're like, uh, don't have sex or this is going to happen. I, and then they, <laughs> I was like, that's all we need. <laughs> they put on the worst video possible. Well, my friend's mom was a nurse, and now she's a nurse, too. And so that's why we watched it. Yeah. It was awful. I just think it'd be fun. It's part of the experience to watch your birthing video, I think. You're not going to see yourself giving birth, so you'll just feel the pain. Um, We put together the baby room. Yes, we, we got, got a crib all, going. and. We got all the furniture finally, but the dresser, we got to get the dresser. Some parts were messed up. Yeah, there was a big gash out of the corner of the top, and I was like, ah, we got to order a new piece for that. But they weren't bad. Um, It's pretty, it looks, it was much sturdier than I thought. I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. I uh, I keep trying to get her to paint the room. Um, I want to paint the room. Um, there's a picture online that shows the baby room. Like the bottom half is white, and then they have like a white chair rail trim, and then the top half is kind of like a gray, really light blue gray. And I keep trying to get her to let me do that. I don't like putting pink all over girl stuff and blue all over boy stuff. That's not because it's a boy. I just like the color combination. I think it'd be cute for a baby room. But you guys got to help me. You guys got to tell her that it's important to paint the room white and blue. We could do the American flag. <laughs> red, white, and blue. I don't like red. I think it's a very... She is so against red. I am. Me like and her mom loved it, though. I stayed in a room that was, it was a <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs room, and it was gray and red, but the red was really, it could be distressing at times, and I even actually read an article, because I was like, oh, I feel like really uneasy in here, and they said that red rooms or lots of red on walls can actually make a person feel nervous, hmm. because it is it associates with bad things um like blood or just anything it could be like stopping things like that it's just an associated color that makes Alert. you yeah makes you feel on edge that makes sense yeah um my feet are really really swollen they look round instead oh. of flat i should have them kicked up right now too yeah um because, what did we do? We did Pokemon Go, we tried doing the routes, and we walked around for a couple hours. That's what initiated it. And then, oof, that day we were just super busy. 
Yeah, we got done with the first part of the, what was the event called? I'm trying to think about it. Let me look here. I'm going to adjust my stuff real quick so I can pop up my tootsies. It's the A to Zygarde event. And we got number four, which was walk three routes. And now we're on number five, and it's you have to follow three, five routes now. Yep. So, uh, But you can't make a route until you're level... Like 48 or 49. So there's hardly any routes. Yeah. Or 38, 39. I'm sorry. Do we find or out... no, 48, 49. Yeah. Do we find out if we can do the same one just on a different day? Yeah, you can do the same routes over and over. Hmm. It's not different routes, fortunately. Hmm. I know there's been a lot of questions. There's a lot of people complaining that if they're in a rural area that hasn't had one made, then they can't do the events. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun to get up to the point where I can make them. And then as I'm traveling through Kansas, maybe to Colorado or down to Oklahoma, stop in little areas and make small routes here and there just so somebody has something to play with. Yeah. Be a fun little thing to do. Um... We're also doing that new Master Ball Challenge. Mm -hmm. We've gotten pretty far in it. Yeah. I'm not good at excellent throws, so that will be the bane of my existence. I'm at about 60 out of the 120, so I'm halfway there. I'm at like 24th. And I got you 10 of them. Yeah. And then we also did the um, Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet, um, the Mewtwo raid. Oh, Lord. That one. That was hard. Definitely challenging. It would be much easier if we had actual four people that we could sit there and talk with and be like, okay, you do this, you do that, I do this. But trying to get four people randomly to work together is... There's no assigned roles. Like in most MMORPGs, there's assigned roles. You could say, hey, I'm going to be DPS, I'm going to be tank, I'm going to be healer. But in this game, you just throw the dice and hope it works. I, I hope the why don't they make the raid lobby where you can actually talk to people? It's supposed to be safe for kids. I think what they should do is just like make a button. Like, are you going to be support role or are you going to be DPS role? Right. And they could do that. Yes. Or you have just options to choose from and you click on it. It'd be super easy. Just one of the two. That way, like she had a team that had two people playing support yesterday because she set up a Mew for support because nobody wants to do support usually. And that one was so painful. I almost won it for her. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I ended up winning right after that one, but I did it five times before I did that. And I was having a hard time getting in um, raids where people were actually joining. So I don't know if everybody got it. Everybody gave up. I don't know. Maybe everybody's not doing it right away since it goes till... Well, I don't know if it's shiny locked or not. I haven't read that yet because if it's not, everybody's going to keep doing it until it's the end. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. So we've had a lot of a lot of gaming going on. We um, it's been our weekend here, our four day weekend. And then what else did we do? Uh, we went swimming with your mom. We invited my parents over for dinner last night, and we Holly ended up making homemade mashed potatoes. Amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you. I thought they were okay. They're they're always good. I love homemade mashed potatoes. Mm. And um, then we also made a, a roast beef. Corned beef. Corned beef, sorry. Corned beef. And then she also made a ton of cabbage. Oh, I love cabbage. My parents both love cabbage as well. I'm not a big fan. It just tastes like slimy lettuce. Almost. More butter, more better. Mm. Some salt and pepper. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. 
So that was pretty much our weekend. We went out today, right before the podcast here, and got some drinks. I got a lemonade, and lemonade always reminds me of summer. And so I'm kind of on the verge of even getting it anymore. But she got her root beer, which also reminds me of summer. Not me. I hated root beer up until I was pregnant. Now I like it, but before I was pregnant, I hated root beer. It always tasted kind of like soap. Root beer reminds me of camping. When I was little, we used to pick out, we'd go to a place called Dillon's here in Wichita. Or no, not Dillon's. Um, it was Checkers, which I don't believe exists anymore. Was we it used a grocery to, store? It was a grocery store. Huh. It was a lot like Dillon's. I thought there, on the East Coast, there's a Checkers, but it's a fast food place. Yes. When I was in North Kakalaki. There is a restaurant called Checkers. Mm-hmm. I think Checkers is a lot like, um, oh... What's the other place? We have it out in East Wichita by the Warren. Uh, no. I don't know. Cheddars. Yeah. Cheddars and Checkers. I think they're a lot the same, aren't they? I remember Checkers had the checkered flag on everything. Yeah. But we'd always go into the into the Checkers, and it was a grocery store. And off to one side, they had something called a Shasta Wall. And it was nothing but, like, I don't know, dozens of flavors of different Shastas. And my mom would always let us pick out four different flavors and one that I always got. And usually I did two of them. And it was only for camping trips. I'd pick out two different root beers. And we'd get out to the lake, which was Marion Lake. Not to be confused with Marion Reservoir. we get out to Marion Lake with all the family and I'd pull out my, my root beer. And that's that is kind of just a memory I've had from that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any memories like that? Like any particular drinks remind you of summer? Um, I guess, well, not like that, but I remember being like, I was tiny and we were in Virginia and we were boating, but we were crabbing and then we were under a bridge or something and my daddy had a Pepsi and he let me have a sip of it and I was like, oh my God, uh. it was so good. Pepsi always reminded me of Christmas. My family always used to get, like, cooler full of, like, sodas, and it would be Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, Coke, whatever. And I always picked up a Pepsi. And that was, again, before I was allowed to have soda whenever I wanted. I was going to say, we didn't get to have caffeinated soda until we were definitely older, but soda, soda. When we got older, she would let us have, like, one with dinner non-caffeinated though when i was a teenager then i started getting my own money and i was like mountain dew for my oh for my birthday for a few years they had pepsi blue and every year for my birthday for those few years my mom would get me a whole pack of pepsi blue oh yes i remember that i still miss that that was the best soda ever pepsi blue she still looks for it for me they only have it in japan which i might import it oh god was it like a blueberry flavor or no, it was a very unique flavor that I just absolutely... I love the color. I love the bottle. I have a wrapper of it in my scrapbook somewhere. The taste. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. I don't know why. I'm looking it up. Pepsi Blue. Oh, I really wish they'd bring that back. Pepsi Blue. Even like a little event. Look there at we it. Go. It's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. It remains available in international markets. Oh. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> I missed it. Wonder if uh, there's. Wait, can you buy it? What? It says check nearby availability. It's done up to make t- 
to look like an American flag. Now it is. It didn't used to be. No? No. Um, if you go back... Oops. If you go back at the... That one on the far top right? Yeah. That was the one. Yep. Just like that? Yep. Kind of looks like Mountain Dew almost. Yeah. Mountain Dew. God, I miss it. Pepsi fans beg for return of unique drink they will never see again after Soda Giant discontinues the nostalgic flavor. <sighs> we'll find it. We'll find it somewhere. eBay, you can get it for $58 on eBay for a six-pack. Is it expired? I don't. It's... Oh, expired in 2021. What? It came out two years ago? No. Back on shelves. Well, yeah, that was... Oh, yeah, back in 2021, they had it back on shelves. And you missed it. You could have bought, like, dozens of those. I know, her one eye's twitching. She's like, no. My heart. <laughs> we'll find it for you somewhere. We'll find it. The baby's kicking. He's excited for Pepsi Blue, too. Well, apparently. He's <laughs> like, I can't wait to get out and try it. <laughs> well, uh, sip so do you have any fall flavors that just kind of remind you of fall? That are just like, ah, oh, that's fall. Um, Mine's fall winter, but not from when I was a kid. It was when I was in the Marine Corps and I was a popo working like middle of the night. I'd always stop at the on-base McDonald's and I would get a Java, Mocha, Java, Java, Mocha from McDonald's. Oh, really? And one breakfast burrito. And for some reason, that reminds me of winter. One of my favorite things at McDonald's to do is, I don't know why, but the very first snow, like I'll sit outside, like at work, and the snow will be coming down, and I will have got like a big double quarter pounder, large fry, and I just remember the, the flavors kind of make me think of going to the holidays like that. But McDonald's is kind of like a more of a nostalgic place for me when it comes to the holidays. Um, one of my favorite movies is called Santa Claus the Movie. Not to be confused, of course, with The Santa Claus with Tim <laughs> Allen. Um, it's a great movie, but I think that you either love it or you hate it kind of thing. Um, it's a movie that I grew up with, obviously, in the 80s. I think it came out in like 86. Really good movie. It was created, I think it was a Richard Donner film, if I remember correctly. And it was created very similarly to the original Superman movies. But there's a scene in there where a poor kid, he... Joe. Joe, yeah. He walks over to the uh, McDonald's and he's watching in as everyone's sitting in their place all toasty warm. And they're eating french fries and a quarter pounder and a soda. And when I was a kid, that, of course, was not something we got very often. So... I related to him in the way of just looking at it and wishing I had it. So over the years, again, McDonald's kind of connected to me in that way. It was just a just a fun memory. Memories of the corner of my mind. Okay. <laughs> well, um, so what topics do we have today? Well, we've got the cartoons with gay characters. She's got more of adult cartoons, and I've got more of kid cartoons yeah. that I also enjoy. I was going to say, some of ours overlap. Yeah, yeah, you do have some that are not totally adult. 
and a couple of repeat online. Well, mine, I guess I'll start here. Mine is from thethings.com forward slash cartoon characters we forgot were gay. And um, I've been on this before. The Things, it's actually a pretty neat little site, so you might want to go check it out. That one's kind of old, though, isn't it? This one's older, so you are missing probably a few bigger ones that have come out since then. But this is from August of 2019. It was written by Thomas DeLate. And it... I'll kind of read a little bit about it, but it, um, let's go up to the top of the article. Earlier this year, the educational children's animated television show Arthur debuted for its 22nd season with a huge controversy. Lakewood Elementary's third grade teacher, Mr. Ratburn, oh, mar- on mine too. Yeah, married his partner, Patrick, in the show's first gay wedding. Oh. It was a reminder that PBS Kids programs were created to teach children about diversity across the world. As for the wedding, it was a giant leap for all animated children's programs and should be considered a beautiful way to help teach children that may be confused about themselves or those that feel all alone that it is okay to be yourself no matter what. Um, Mr. Ratburn is not the first openly gay cartoon character and he will definitely not be the last. I took some liberty with that last part. But as the world continues to adapt diversity, we forgot that some of our favorite characters have been gay all along. In fact, most of us have even forgotten about these character sexual orientations. So, huh? (laughs) I'll start off here and then she can read off her her half. Um, the first one that is listed on mine is Maggie Sawyer. Saw- Sawyer. Sawyer. If I can say it correctly. <laughs> Stumble through that one. <laughs> Her laugh reminds me of Heathcliff. No. Have you ever, before, at the very end, after the credits, I'm going to play a Heathcliff laugh <laughs> next to hers. I'm going to do hers first and then Heathcliff. So stay tuned for that. And you tell me that they're not the same. Mm. (laughs) Um, This is from um, Superman the Animated Series. Now, I never watched too much of that. Me either. I liked the Batman Animated Series, but I don't know. It just seemed not as interesting. The stories didn't seem to be as good. But I know it was really popular. It was right before they came out with the Justice League. But... What's the next one? She remains one of the first openly gay characters in mainstream comic book history. Hmm. What's your first one? What's the website you're going off of? Oh. Um, Pride.com forward slash geek forward slash gay dash cartoons pound sign toggle dash GDPR. And this is 20 cartoon shows with awesome LGBTQ plus characters by Tara Necessary and Raffi Ermac. Andrew J. Stillman, March 16, 2023. And the top one is a great show, which they are coming out with a sequel, Adventure Time. But the sequel will feature a lady. Isn't um, it called Adventure Times? No. I thought they just like did a play off the word. Adventure Time. I thought hmm. they changed it. Like, they added an S to the end. Maybe they didn't. I'm sorry. Keep going. Um, Which, this one's kind of hard not to see. Or... No, because I know it's been all over everything. Or maybe just for me, because I like the show. Um, but Princess Bubblegum and Marceline, um, they're gay together. 
gay together? Yep. Are they kind of, uh, just kind of like, do they hang on each other? Do they kiss each other? What makes them really show that they're gay? Or are they just kind of next to each other? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Just gay stuff. Just gay stuff? Okay. Yeah. My next one is Stephen Stotch from South Park. <laughs> Stotch? Oh, I always thought it was Scotch. scotch. Like butterscotch. Yeah, unless they did this wrong. Huh. Um, I never, I never was a huge South Park fan. I've seen a number of the episodes. Um, it's okay. He's, Some of them I feel like go way too far. They could. His ga- I'm surprised he didn't have Mrs. Garrison. That would have been better. Like Stephen's, uh, he goes. He does have a secret gay life, I guess. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have Mrs. Garrison on there. I don't know, maybe they will. I don't think they do. I think I read through this. Huh. Um, they talk about that he is actually bisexual over time, and those repressed feelings could no, no longer be held back, and he had no choice but to be honest with himself and his family. I remember Butters being bi-curious. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of characters I feel like go that way. More bi-curious. Did you see that? Oh, no. No. That episode was ridiculous. (laughs) I've probably seen less than maybe 15 episodes of the whole series. They basically sent him to a... um, One of those gay conversion Christian camps. And he was saying that he's bi-curious. But everybody was treating him like he's bi-curious. And he was like, I don't understand these feelings. Uh, (laughs) That is kind of funny. (laughs) Um, mine, which I think is also on yours, Sailor Moon. Um, which, Sailor Moon Crystal? Yeah, which I've never been a Sailor Moon child, so I knew of Sailor Moon, but it was too girly looking for me. Um, of course it is. Who are the gay ones? I see a green-haired girl and a short blonde-haired girl. It doesn't say their names. It doesn't say their names? No. Oh. But I know I see them on things as being gay. Uh, again, I'm I'm not a huge Sailor Moon fan. I have it. I have the series, and I just I'd like to like to watch it through more. Um, the next one is kind of a I don't know what you'd call it. It's more of kind of a fetch more than anything. Um, really? But. Well, I just don't know. They've never specifically said this character is gay, but it's more of a they believe that that is. And it, he I, didn't act gay. At least I didn't think so. Well, hear me out on this one right here. He he did kind of have like a kind of a gay flair, I think, when you watch him. But this is Oaken from Frozen. Um, what the article says is this might come as a shock to you. Well, let's. He's the guy that was in the shop. Yes. That I think Anna was trying to get like a some supplies from. Yes. They said this is one of the characters from the Disney blockbuster film Frozen. They believe he might be gay. Um, so if you watch the film, there's a point where Kristoff and Anna are introduced to his family. And you're shown a grown man and a bunch of kids hanging in a hot tub together. They believe, according to this article, that he is almost certainly the man. The, the man was almost certainly his husband. Otherwise, who was this man in the first place? Uh... So, 
that's that's kind of where this article article goes with it. It's going out on the limb. It is, but it's possible. It's yeah, it's possible. What's yours? Um, Gravity Falls, which I've heard a lot of good things about, especially if you're an Owl House fan, which I am. No, so I like Gravity Falls. That's a good one. I need to give it a try. Um, but a lot of '80s, '90s references, I think. Apparently, in the last episode, it confirmed what fans had assumed for a long time, but. Sheriff Blubs and Deputy Durland had a loving reunion, which it shows them. Well, it shows them grabbing each other, but not in a loving way. But I don't know. I don't know. Their arms are around each other. Mine is Gober from How to Train Your Dragon 2. It's not one I've seen. Um. It said that Craig Ferguson added some extra lines in the film that openly gay director Dean DeBlois decided to keep. This has led to the question, of course, which Dean has answered and confirmed already. Is he gay? So I guess that's a yes. Uh-huh. Um, this one I have not seen. Star versus the forces of evil. Um... Girls confess crushes on girls like it's no different than boys. Same couple snog in the background at school dances. Main character Marco Diaz. As far as anyone knows, he has no issues. He cooks and dresses up as a princess when needed on their many magical girl adventures. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) That's one you might have to watch. I think you'll like it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, baby. My next one is actually one of my favorite characters from the DC universe, and it was actually created for Batman the Animated Series. Um, And she's not gay, but she is considered to be bisexual. Um, She is Harley Quinn from Batman. And she first came out. She's one of the newest. She's the one that's with Ivy. Yes, yes. Um, she's one of the newest characters in the DC universe. Um, there is a... Didn't the voice actress die? She just died. She just passed away, yes. Mm. Which is really sad. I liked how she did it. She had a very bubbly side of her. But I guess there was a first in-canon kiss between Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I guess fans have been wanting that for some time. This opens an entire world of possibilities for the future of Margot Robbie's adaptation of the young, hot vixen on screen. So, my next one is Danger and Eggs. I have never heard of this one, but it looks super gay. Like, everybody's got, like, rainbows and everything going on here. Um, Aimed at a slightly younger demographic... Danger and Eggs. I wonder what network that premiered on. First cartoon created by a trans woman. Oh. Shady Petoskey or Shady Petoskey. The show is stuffed full of good morals and all sorts of queer characters. Most are even voiced by queer actors in this talented cast, such as Stephanie Beatrice and Jessica Nicole. That's interesting. Huh. That's cool. Okay, so my next one is Aunt Holiday and Auntie 
Lofty from My Little Pony. So it's the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Aunt Holiday and Auntie Lofty are both ponies, obviously, but they're also involved in a lesbian relationship. This can be kind of awkward given the fact that they are ponies and not human beings. <laughs> <laughs> but when a majority of your fan base shares similar sexual orientational orientation feelings, it was only a matter of time before the show started appealing to their audience. You ever heard of uh, bronies before? Yes, I know who bronies are. We have a documentary of that that I have. Yes, I've seen some of it. It's very interesting. It bronies. Is. Yeah. Would you be a brony? You're not a My Little Pony fan, though, are you? I'm not a man. That can definitely be argued. Wow. <laughs> What's your next one? Card Captor Sakura, Sakura Clear Card. And it is Sakura's older brother and his boyfriend. And they explore all levels of love. I love Card Captor Sakura. It is one of my favorite animes. That came out when I was a kid. I wasn't. I, I never got into it. I, I was I, more DBZ. Yeah, you know, I liked the fact that she could find cards that gave her different powers, and then she collected them, and they helped her defeat whoever she needed to defeat. Do they have an actual TCG? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that sounds interesting. That would be interesting. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. You could, huh? I well, imagine it'd be kind of like the commander decks in Magic. Yeah, each card give you a different power. That's neat. I like that idea. Um, let's see. Do 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 do. Oh, there you go. We a series we actually started watching not long ago. As an adult, I get it so much more, and I appreciate it so much more. This particular character? No, the series. I don't know who she oh, is. Oh, the series. Yeah. This is not a character we've come across yet. Um, but it's Fox from Gargoyles. Yeah, as a kid, I had no idea this was, like, a linear story. I was just like, oh, Gargoyles, because I was very, very small. But now I'm just like, oh, man, this story's good. Yeah, they're in talks for a live-action movie. And I would love to see um, all the characters come back and play a lot of their same characters. I didn't know so many of them were from Star Trek. I was like, oh, yeah. Yes. That's so cool. Jonathan, I appreciate it. Jonathan Franks. Uh, Franks. That's what I said. Oh, you keep throwing an N in is, there. What? There is no N in his name. Franks. Franks. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he plays Xanatos. I'm just going to call him Jonathan F. Yes. <laughs> um, He plays Xanatos, and I, I think he'd be amazing at it still. He just he has that charmingness of him, but not to uh, ruin the story, but there's, there's stuff behind all the charmingness. And then... Data, and he does a really neat job of sounding way different from himself. He plays a few characters in there. Yeah. And I, Worf, I believe, is in there. And then you also got um, Troy. Troy. Yeah. She plays, um, ooh, the... The female evil gargoyle. Goodness, I can't think of the name. But yeah, she's in there. Yeah. It's a good series, though. Um, they talk about Puck is also bisexual, and Owen is also the lone asexual. And that character's done by um, Data. Now, are these just hints, or do they do anything like... Which is Brent Spiner, of course. No, that's... I mean, you... There are things in there that you'll see. Mm-hmm. But Demona, that's her name. That's who... Um, oh. Yeah. Played by Troy. Um, they're saying that Demona could even be bisexual. 
but they've never revealed whether it's true or not. But I can see that. Hmm. I can definitely see that. But that's mine, Fox Gargoyles. What's your next one? The Loud House, which, again, I've never heard of this one. Um, You've never heard of The Loud House? Ooh. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. That's our house right there. Apparently, the main character's best friend, Clyde, is an adopted child of an interracial gay couple. And at least one of his sister's crushes as easily on girls as boys. Bom bom. Interesting. It's, I have nothing to say because I've not ever seen it. You should watch it. It might be something you like. I actually haven't seen the next one either. Hmm. Uh, yours, we already did. We, we already did this one. It's Sailor Neptune, which is the character I think they were looking for in your ah. series. Yep. Um, Green-haired girl and short blonde girl. Yeah, Sailor Neptune is a perfect example of what many people think anime is. She is a beautiful young schoolgirl, which is very true. Um, that is drawn with a mini skirt and high heels, of course. Everything about her makes us believe she is supposed to tease the audience, mostly men, and get them buying into Sailor Moon products. However, as it turns out, she is a lesbian that is involved in a relationship with Hakura, which was all confirmed by the creator of Sailor Moon. Who's also married to the creator of Hunter X you want to you want to hear a funny story my friend sherry i want to get her on this series we'll have to talk about sailor moon when she comes on but the series that she told me that kind of made her feel like she was a lesbian was actually sailor moon and one of her favorite characters was i believe sailor jupiter and she said that's where she realized that she liked girls because she I guess crushed on her and wanted to be like her, and that's where she originally felt like she was a lesbian. Mm -hmm. How about you? Did you ever watch a show? You're just like, oh, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what that was because I, for the longest time, thought that gay, which I think I've mentioned this story before, but that my first experience with gay was when Survivor came out, and the gay guy was the one that walked around naked, so I thought gay meant you walked around naked. Oh. So, like, wow. <laughs> but my mom wouldn't let us watch anything that had, like, gay stuff on it. Nice. That's funny. But she didn't have a problem with gays, so I don't I don't know. She just knew that her daughter was going to be gay, and she was trying to keep her straight as long as possible. No. She said that she always knew you were gay. Yeah. That's why I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Mine was, um, I was very little, probably five years old, and I watched um, Rainbow Bright, which was a very early 80s series, and it just continued through the 80s, um, but I always wanted to be Rainbow Bright. Oh, I know what mine was after you're done. Yeah, and I even had a dream, and it's one I remember to this day, where I was trapped in a cage... Someone trapped me in a cage, and I was trying to get out, and they said the only way you can get out is if you're a rainbow bright. <laughs> and I tried to turn into her. And, you know, that goes back, like, in your mind so far, like, so hard on what it could really mean in life. You feel like you're trapped, and the only way you could be happy is if you're a girl. Hmm. You know? Yeah. But one of my earliest memories from a dream that I had, and it's just stuck with me my whole life. Hmm. When was yours? 
Um, pitch black. The girl that had buzzed off hair. Of I, course. I don't. <laughs> it just it told. I was like, what is this? And I was like, it looks so different. And I remember just being intrigued. And I think that's part of why I love that movie so much. I still don't understand how she ended up with a girly, girly girl <laughs> like me when she's always dated the um, dykier girls. Rude. <laughs> Butchier. Let's let's not do a derogatory term here. Has more masculine quality. Yes, very much. Short hair, muscles, has a deep voice. I actually didn't date a lot that had me? short hair. Maybe that's why you like me, is I still have, like, some of my masculine qualities that come through. Like, my voice, unfortunately. Yeah, I like that you and I both have... We're not... You're not a total valley girl. You still get... Oh, my God. Grody. Oh. I don't like valley girls. Oh, my God. No offense, valley girls. <laughs> What's your next one? Clarence, which, again, never heard of. Um... Clarence's buddy Jeff has two moms and the ladies are often involved in the boys' adventures. Oh, speaking of butchy, <laughs> this one, oh lord. <laughs> this is the epitome of butchy. She's in, sorry, not <laughs> she's definitely in like a full-on suit and she's got shaved head with just a little bit up front. Yep. Very, very butchy. So, according to Brooklyn, that would be my thing. It She's still looking at the character. <laughs> She's like, oh, so cute. Oh, your next one isn't confirmed either. No, it's not confirmed. And I hate the fact that they do that. But yeah. I don't know, maybe. Um, Ren and Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. Oh, that show was so annoying. Says, although you'll never get an official confirmation about the relationship, Ren and Stimpy were always assumed to be homosexual partners who lived together and even shared the same tiny bed every night. True. I always thought they were just like brothers. <sighs> I don't think they look like brothers. There are very there are many other clues that lead us to believe that they are really a couple, including the time where they discussed planning a wedding or the time they talked about having a child together. I don't remember that. I just remember my dad watching it and us just seeing it. I always thought it was a kind of a stir for the sorrow. Yeah. Sorry guys. I was not into it. What's your next one? The Legend of Korra. Ooh. It's one I've never heard of. I'm sorry. She gave me a look. I didn't hear about it. Oh, dear God. By accident. Its predecessor was Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. It, I'll just, broke ground in many ways. They tackled many different things from sexism to ethics of weapons of mass destruction. And also becoming the first children's show to star a canonly queer lead. Um, the last shot showing Korra and Asami gazing lovingly into each other's eyes, confirming the long developing love between them. Oh. Which everybody knew that. That's I'm awesome. I'm so happy they confirmed it. <laughs> My next one is, oh goodness, am I going to say this right? Marceline? That's the one we already did. And the Vampire Queen? That's Adventure the Time? Adventure Time, yeah. Okay, I'll just skip the next one here. Mine's one that you had, Arthur. Okay. So. My next one this. is... Rick from Rick and Morty. Yay. Um, Justin Rowland, co-creator and executive producer for Adult Swim's number one show, Rick and Morty, has come out and confirmed that Rick Sanchez, one of the show's main characters, is pansexual. (laughs) I'm glad he didn't even need to confirm that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Although Justin does not try to hide the fact that Rick is pansexual, <laughs> he also does not go out of his way to demonstrate it, which I like that. Um, if you did not watch the show all the time, you would probably not even realize it. I've always wondered, why do their eyes look like just weird scribbles? It's just their art style that they decided to do. I've always thought that was weird. Every time I look in their eyes, I'm like, oh, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. <laughs> What's your next one? DuckTales. Woohoo! I sounded like an alarm that scared me. <laughs> um, I was doing the song, DuckTales. It's... I was not a fan of DuckTales, but this Duck is Tales. the reboot. Yeah. Well, that was a good one, too, though. Um, And a character named Violet has two adorable dads. It shows her with her dads, and they're both... Both the dad's shirts are pointing at each other, and it says, I'm with dad. Aw. I love that. Thank you, Disney. That's why I don't get why people think that, like, they canceled the Owl House because of the controversy with the gayness. I'm like, no, they did not. It's They have, like, that three-year thing that they do stuff for. Yeah. <gasps> Red versus blue. Agent Ohio. My next one is surprisingly successful Halo, Halo. Halo animated series Red versus Blue featured several freelance agents, including Agent Ohio, who became <laughs> best known as O., through the series. During the 22nd episode of the 14th season, they revealed that Agent Ohio was in fact a lesbian, becoming the first confirmed LGBTQ character in the entire series. I love that show. Um, this is another really big one. She-Ra and the Princess of Power. She-Ra, She-Ra. If a lot of the Owl House community talks about this one. I haven't seen it, so I will have to take a gander. Um... Adora and her best friend turned enemy, turned friend again, turned girlfriend Katara confirmed their queerness when they confessed their love for each other and kissed in one of the entire series' most emotional and raw moments. And there's a picture of them doing that. Oh. But this is actually one of the top-rated little cartoon lesbian characters. We'll have to watch that. I know it's rated really high. Um, I just know it kind of goes off. It kind of is very far from the Master of the Universe um, mainstream media just kind of like stretches far from it which is fine everybody does their own thing with their own shows but my next one is Shannon Glacier from Big Mouth oh, I can't watch that one another show I've never watched I know it existed never was a big fan of it yeah um, it says Shannon's love interest whom she's having an affair with is Canton uh, Dina Resnick? I have no idea. Who shows up randomly throughout the series? Oh. <laughs> um, SpongeBob SquarePants. During Pride Month 2020, Nickelodeon tweeted a series of rainbow-colored portraits of the network's LGBTQ plus characters, actors and characters that included Michael D. Cohen, a trans character from Henry Danger, Korra, our fave by hero from The Legend of Korra, and the square yellow sea sponge himself, officially confirming SpongeBob SquarePants status as a long-running LGBTQ plus character and icon. I did not know that. He's definitely flamboyant. Oh, <laughs> I did not know that. SpongeBob is part of our world. I always thought he would be like Ace and just non-binary. Non-binary? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Huh. Um, oh, my yeah. next one is Gangstalicious. <laughs> from the boondocks i've heard of the series i have never watched it i've seen some of them what wow 
I did not know this. Okay. Um, Scooby-Doo, Mystery Incorporated. Um, is, it, is it Velma or? Co-creator Tony Cervone confirmed on Instagram that Velma is yeah, canonically intended to be a lesbian. Velma in Mystery Incorporated is not bi. She's gay, he wrote. We always planned on Velma acting a little off and out of character while she was dating Shaggy because the relationship was wrong for her and she had unspoken difficulty with the why. I don't think Marcy and Velma had time to act on their feelings during the main timeline, but post-reset, they are a couple. Oh, that's pretty cool. Wow. I always thought that even watching the 70s series that she seemed more lesbian. It's always the smart ones. Yeah. <laughs> My next one is Stewie Griffin. God. Stewie. <laughs> Um, from Family Guy, of course. There are not many animated shows that continue to air new episodes that w can get away with political digs and constant jokes about the world's most important people, like Family Guy. For years, one of the show's main characters, Stewie Griffin, has been assumed to be homosexual, but it was never confirmed until earlier this year, so that would have been 2019. He always seems bi. <laughs> when uh, Seth MacFarlane finally decided it was time, Stewie's big reveal episode became one of the best ever. We'll have to watch that episode again. Yeah. My next one is my favorite, The Owl House. Owl House. And if you don't know who Lumity is, you need to get to know them. Um, Luce is bi, Amity is lesbian, and then they cover almost the whole spectrum of the rainbow, minus a confirmed trans character. Um, but everybody else is under there. You said that these characters remind you of us. Yeah. <laughs> right? Which well, one is which Luce, one's you and which one's me? Well, I was thinking me, Luce, and you, Amity, especially since you're the cotton candy-haired goddess. <laughs> goddess? That's what Luce calls her. <laughs> it's funny. That should be my nickname from you. You should just call me goddess. <laughs> um, but they do actually, they like kissing the show and... It's such a sweet show. It is a really good, heartfelt show. Yeah. I really hope somebody buys it. They, if they, I feel like if they had been on Cartoon Network, they would, they would go for a long time. They might still be bought up by a Cartoon Network or Netflix or someone. Yeah, somebody needs to pick it up. This one is from The Simpsons. This is Waylon Smithers. Um, I love The Simpsons. <laughs> um, if you do not already think that human beings are human beings. And we should all treat each other the same, regardless of a sexual orientation, then you might be in the wrong place. You can either adapt to changing world around you, or you can go back into hiding. After 27 years, The Simpsons finally did adapt by having Mr. Smithers come out as gay. After years of teasing and the idea that he might be. And in 2016, they finally did it and made fans probably miss it. Hmm. I remember watching the episode, but it's been years ago, of course. Yeah. Um, my next one, which I actually want to see if they have it on one of my manga reading websites. I read, I subscribe to Shonen Jump and to Viz. Um, Adachi and Shimamura depicts a budding romance against lesbian women and also examines the realities of what it's like to be LGBTQ plus in Japan. It's a Yuri, which is lesbian, light novel that centers around Shimamura and Adachi which I don't know if I'm saying that right because I've never read that name. Two classmates who meet at their school gym and grow their relationship far more. Which, I don't know, I hope they don't go 
too. And I hope it doesn't get any lolly kind of stuff. But it doesn't look like it. They look sweet, like they're just holding hands. But I'll definitely give that one a try because I've always been curious about what Japan, how they think about it. Um, it does say the show has cultural impact, seeing as how Japan is historically hostile toward the LGBTQ plus communities and the Japanese government offers no legal protections for LGBTQ plus individuals. This is partially examined in the show by never outright confirming the character's sexualities throughout the show. Interesting. Wow. I'll have to read that. Well, you're done with all of your articles. I'll just kind of fly through these real quick. Um, Pam, is it Poovy? Poovy? From know. Archer? I, yeah, I've hardly watched Archer. And then the next one is Terry oh, cool. Kimple from The Cleveland Show. Yeah, I remember that. Very gay. <laughs> um, Herb um, Kazakhs. Well, again, that's not one I've usually watched. It's from BoJack Horseman. Yeah. And then the last one is Foxy Love from Drawn Together. She's by the right. E yeah. Which that is definitely not a kids' cartoon. However, she does prefer men, is what it says. Mm. Well, that's a uh, a lot of interesting characters. Yeah. Yeah, and your favorite is definitely Lumity. Lumity. The Owl House. They're so sweet. Yeah. It's so adorable. What's your biggest surprise out of all of them? Probably SpongeBob. Yeah, I never would have. I mean, he was flamboyant, but I did not picture. Again, I thought he would have been like non-binary. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, probably one of my biggest surprises. I'm probably on the same page with my favorite characters as you are. But a lot of shows that I've watched, a lot that I haven't watched, some I don't care to, some I wouldn't mind watching a little bit more. Yeah. I'd really like to see more of the Sailor Moon. That's something else. And then I'd like to see um, Clear Card from. Oh yeah. Um, Sakura, which I've never seen. I've only seen the original series. And for anybody that is just trying to understand why we care about this, it's just, it's nice to be able to relate to somebody and see somebody like you. Just like when you listen to a love song when you're in love or an angry song when you're upset. Like, art is nice to have something to relate to and know that you're not alone. It just makes you feel better. Most definitely what I did. I tried to find characters that I felt like fit me. And then not having them growing up it was just kind of... I remember the Ellen DeGeneres show when I was like a teenager and I, I know that came out in the 90s but I didn't ever watch it. And so when I was a teenager I saw it and I was like what? There's a show with a woman and a woman? <laughs> and I was just like oh my god I'm not like totally weird. My first experience I mean I remember when that came out but it didn't fit me because it wasn't trans. The very first one that I remember came out and it was huge controversy. It actually, I think started in America or it showed up in America and then it quickly disappeared, but it continued, I believe in Australia. It was, um, she's I've never heard of that. It's a, it's a young, it's a young boy and a young girl. They go up into the attic and there was a superhero for many years called she's and she's out, she's out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a ring that turns you into Shizau, and they figure out that it's actually their grandmother that was Shizau many, many, many years ago, decades ago. And she kind of retired from it. Well, the girl was like, oh, I'm going to put it on. He was like, no, I'm going to do it. And then, like, I guess it goes a little different than that, but similar. 
and the guy sticks it on, and he's the one that gets the power. But it turns him into Shizau, which is a girl. And so it's just gender bendy. It is, and but... they put the person into high heels and you know a very a, dr- a mini skirt and some makeup, and it ended up being huge controversy. This was like early two thousands, I believe, hmm. but it was the first kind of into going into cross-dressing maybe even transgenderism a little bit Hmm. but it's hard to find that series interesting yeah well what came out when early 2000s when i was a teenager the l word the l word yeah another one of hers that she talks about a lot it was such a depressing show though i think i purely watched it just for having something to relate to kind of yeah of course yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Well, I'm looking forward to see what else they have. Um, hopefully in the future we can talk about Owl House coming back and some other shows that might make me sad. bring more transgender and LGBTQ com- characters, gay, lesbian. Yeah. So we can continue to spread the word that this is not bad. It's just who we are. Yeah. And Hunter was confirmed as being by Gus's ace... Um, Rain is non-binary and Willow's dads are gay together. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you have anything for um, gay gaming? <sighs> I know this ran a little bit longer of an episode. Um, I know I'm waiting for Starfield and I imagine since it's Bethesda they're probably going to have some stuff in there. I did not do the pre-order because I don't want to pay $100. I mean, kudos to anybody that does. Um, that's just not me right now. We got the expansion pack for Pokemon coming out. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Terraria and I made my character Brooklyn. <laughs> so I guess that's a trans character. I guess Terraria. it is. I guess it is. <laughs> got pink hair and blue eyes. And right now she's running around in a little blue outfit with a foxtail. <laughs> that's totally me. <laughs> I got a foxtail. <laughs> Um, and then our anniversary and baby shower are coming up next weekend. We'll go a little bit into detail on that next time. Yeah. The next episode, we'll, we want to talk a little bit about, again, the anniversary, but we want to talk about where we were on 9-11. We are coming up on an anniversary this next week on oh, it. Yeah. Um, so that'll be, goodness, what is that, 23 years now? Is what we're looking at? Was it 1999 or 2000? No, no. 2001. 2001. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But you'll learn where we were, what we were doing, and what we think of it all. So we'll talk about our anniversary once again. But it'll be a fun episode to talk about next week. Alrighty. Well, I guess that's it. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl. And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us on YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.
correctly. <laughs> See, it's the same thing. They sound the same.